Welcome to the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. Today is the first day of our Ango. Ango means peaceful abiding. 2,500 years ago, during the rainy season in India, when the monks could not travel and they gathered together to practice for the three-month rainy season. And then it continued in monasteries throughout Asia, where once or twice a year, monks would gather for periods of more intensive practice. But people think that ango, peaceful abiding, means that you must go somewhere and stay quiet and silent and unmoving to find peace. And I say, if you think that, you do not understand the real meaning of Ango. Every year when we begin our Jukai precepts preparations and our Ango, this is our 10th year. Sometimes that, oh, life got in the way. I couldn't get to it. I wanted to be an Ango, but my head or my heart just wasn't there. You know, there were sick people in my family. Work got too busy. I got called away. I was just too concerned with this or that. I could not do Ango. There were too many obstacles. You just came in. You have your microphone on. Would you mind to turn it off? Thank you. So every year I say to folks, oh, if you think there are obstacles to your Ango, you did not understand Ango. Ango is finding peaceful abiding in the obstacles, in the busyness, in the running here and there, never a moment of peace. Our Ango is to find peace in those moments of life where we cannot sit still, to find peace in those moments of life that are anything but peaceful. There are some physical obstacles I can't do anything about, but I can do much about the mental obstacles, and that's 90% of it, I assure you. A fellow wrote and said, 
I'm a medical practitioner. I always get called to deal with patients. I'm so busy. I don't know if I can find time for my ango. And I said, working with your patients, helping people who are in distress is your ango. If you can see it as such. We have some exercises we recommend to people. We call them practice partner exercises or doing this or that or reading something. That's all good. But the real practice partner exercise is to be with your patients. If that is the only thing you can do. It's not taking you away from Ango because you cannot get away from this Ango. This Ango is everywhere. It's not something you look for. It's something you realize is always present when the heart is at peace. Another fellow said there were sick people in my house. I was too worried about them. I said, oh, you had a great ango. Our ango is finding peace in those times in life that are so distressing. Another fellow came to me and said, my ango was very easy. My life was peaceful. I had some time off from work. I said, I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of counterintuitive, but the best ango is the one where there are obstacles, not for us to overcome, not for us to go around, but to realize the obstacles are really never there at all if the heart is at peace. You know, there's a funny thing about this that is counterintuitive. The Buddha originally never said that practice at home, out in the world, was impossible. He said it was the hard way. For those who were too weak, for those who could not find strength, you had to run away from the world and go into the monastery. It's true. We often think of it upside down. But read the Buddha's own words. He said, practice out in the world is difficult out in the dusty world, while leaving it all behind is easy. Only centuries later did people begin to say that, oh, the monastery is the real practice, and out in the world practice is not real. You know who said it? The monastics. Of course. But what the Buddha said was, if people are not strong enough, they may need to go into the monastery, cut off their worldly relations, cut off their outside job obligations, cut off their worries about what's going on in the world, shut the doors and be isolated. And then they can practice because those people can't handle it on the outside. It's true. The strongest practice is right where you are now. If you can see it as strong. If you can find the meaning and peace that's at the heart of all the chaos of your own life. How do you do that? You know, today we had lovely outside. 
the semis and cicadas and crickets. Maybe you heard them on the microphone. I, I hope it picks it up. They're just singing away. It's the end of summer or the beginning of fall. And it's the season for the great chorus that's going on outside. And then every few minutes, a military helicopter has been passing right over Arzendo. And I mean right over. I was just outside. I looked up. And if you drew a straight line from the military base right over Arzendo, there are double, what do you call it, double spinner helicopters, huge things, flying right off instruments of war. And you might think those are obstructions to our practice. The cicadas, the beautiful nature, that's beauty. That's real Zen. The noisy helicopters are just a reminder of the ugly world outside. And I say, that's only your heart saying so. Of course, I don't like instruments of war. Of course, I like peace. I tell you the truth, if you looked at nature, it's not so peaceful out there for those poor crickets either. Nature is pretty rough as well. But when the heart is still, there's a peace that holds all. I often say that birds and crickets sing as birds and crickets, but let helicopters sing as helicopters. If you do so, there are no obstructions to your zazen. Rainy days, just rainy. Sunny days, just sunny. Days of health, just healthy. Days of sickness, just that. Days when you are young, just be young. Days when you are old, just be old. Fellow said that he's so busy with his work. His vacation starts in October. Then he will be peaceful. Then he will have a moment to abide in silence. And I say, if you keep thinking that way, You'll still be thinking that way when you're an old guy like me. The vacation, the peace, the rest, whatever you want to call it, is always around the corner, isn't it? How much better to find the stillness, the peace, that is just this moment. When you're in the midst of work, up to your neck, just be there. When you're lying on a beach with a drink in your hand, just be there. If you can just be there everywhere, you'll find it's always there right here. Today I notice my daughter is getting older. Noticeably. One of those days you just look and say, wait, she looks older. Time is passing. Just be there. My old hometown of Florida today. Very bad shape. I have sat in a hurricane. It was a pretty big one. I think it was Andrew a few years ago. I sat in the closet all night. I sat Zazen. As the windows rattled, some of them broke. The roof was literally lifted off the house. Not visibly, but we found out later that there was a lot of damage. I just sat just there. Nothing to do. We had gathered the water. We had put boards on the windows. We had done all we could. And we just sat with what is there. Even a hurricane cannot be an obstacle to your ongo, 
In fact, the hurricane, the eye of the hurricane is your ango, the winds, the rain, the storm that blows you over, your peaceful, unmoving abiding when your heart can recognize so. Please don't come to me and say that life got in the way. There's nothing to get in the way except what is in your own mind. You know, we say sowing, araksu, part of jukai. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Yeah, it takes some hours. But for Buddha's sake, we give you one third of a year. <laughs> True, September, October, November, December. If you cannot finish Araksu in that time, the problem was not that you couldn't get to the fabric store. The problem was not that you couldn't pick up a needle or that you did not understand the instructions, which dozens and dozens, maybe a couple of hundred people at this point have gotten through. The problem was that your own mind was torn and was not sewn together. If the heart is at peace, step by step, it can be done. Our ango is meant for busy people, working people, who can find a time when they can find a time. If in four months you can't find a time to sew a raksu, it was terrible time management, I must say. The real problem was probably that your heart was torn. You do not need to remember every exercise. I don't care if you join in one practice partner exercise. They're meant to help you. They're not meant as a challenge like that. I would much rather in your work, in the workplace, in your family, when things are going crazy, when uh, the storms of life are blowing outside, that you find your peaceful abiding. That is the real practice exercise. We have meal chants for you to do to remind you that how grateful we must be for the meals we eat, that they come from the whole world, from the labors of many people. Just take a moment and remember as you stuff the food in your face that it's a gift. And if you forget the chant, okay, try it again tomorrow. Some folks come to me and say there's not enough time for Zazen. I say, what do you mean? They say, I can only find 10 or 15 minutes every day. And to be honest, there are some days I didn't even find that time. I said, oh, you're counting. You think Zazen is a matter of long or short if you think that Zazen is just a matter of how long you sit, you can sit for a thousand years and you'll never get there. You will never get to that place that's always been here. But sit for a few minutes each day and truly forget long or short, good or bad. Truly forget anything else to do in that moment. Any other place you should be, the only place to be, the only thing to do is to sit. If you remember that, even 15 minutes is enough. Even 10 minutes is enough. Even a moment is enough, but we say 15 or 10 minutes because, well, practically it takes a few minutes just to remember the fact that it's not about the minutes. Let me repeat that. It takes a few minutes to remember that it's not about the minutes. Let me repeat it again. It takes a few minutes to remember that it's not about the minutes. That's why we recommend you sit for a few minutes. 
20 minutes if you can, 30 minutes if you're the kind of person that feels right, 15 minutes, that's our recommendation. Do sit. Because you run around all day and you forget what sitting is. And then you get up from the sitting and you get back to running around and hopefully you realize that the stillness is right in the running around. The peace is right in the most chaotic moments of life. That's why we sit. It's not all about just sitting. It's that all of life is just sitting and we sit to remember that fact. So try to sit every day. Commit. Be dedicated. The Buddha spoke about the strings of a lute, not too loose, not too tight. So you might say the opposite. Oh, well, if it's not about the counting, why do I have to sit at all? Why do I have to practice at all? It's all good, man. Whatever. It is all good, man, but we have to practice to remember that fact. Be a little sincere and dedicated. Do your practice just to remember that it was here all along. It's a strange thing. We have to work a little hard. We have to do some things with dedication and sincerity in our hearts to remember that there's nothing to achieve. It's all here all along. That the guy who's truly sitting on his butt, twiddling his thumbs, just saying, whatever, don't need to do anything, that's the person who really does not know the meaning of whatever, nothing in need of doing. Counterintuitive as it sounds, we practice a bit to know that there's nothing to attain. Now my neighbor seems to be burning something. Smoke is about to drift into our zendo. I can smell it. One more obstacle. I cannot eliminate all the physical obstacles. I hope my neighbor's fire is under control there. I live in a wooden building. But I can tell you about peace of mind. Please know that this ongo is not something you must get to. Please know that you do not get away from your life in order to come to our ongo. Please know that this ongo is nothing you must make time for. It is all time. It is everywhere. It is right in the place you think it's not. The moment the crap hits the fan, that is ongo. The moment you get too busy for ongo, that is ongo. The moment some problem in your life creeps up and you think, I cannot be peaceful. This is ongo. Can you find the peace right there? Right now we will sit to remember this. Welcome to ongo. Let us sit. Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast Zazen, retreats, discussion, Jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.